Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Coat Sportscast. I'm your host, Nate Cross, along with my co-host, David Nimitz. Um, ben is not here again for some undisclosed reason. Uh, he said he had a lot of missing work to do, so that takes priority. Um, we're just going to get right into it. So, covered all. Uh, big week. Big week for us. Uh, this is the last two weeks before before spring break, so a lot of games are trying to be piled in before spring break. So, today, Tuesday, March 21st, we have varsity baseball at St. John's. So, that's... That's a hike. That's like an hour at least. Um, at home... Junior varsity against St. John's, so a little St. John's duel here. Um, varsity golf is playing Loyola on Wednesday, March 22nd. Uh, Fresh off baseball is playing at Curly on Wednesday. Also, varsity rugby is playing at home versus Good Council on Wednesday. Uh, junior varsity golf is playing at Gilman. On Thursday, uh, good luck to Ben because oh, yeah. I think he will be playing in that match. So, good luck to him. Thursday, junior varsity lacrosse versus Malvern Prep at Malvern Prep. Sorry. Um, also on Thursday, we have JV Rugby at Loyola. And then varsity lacrosse versus Malvern. At home. Um, Friday, March 24th, we have Junior Varsity Baseball at Spalding. That's going to be a tough game. Varsity Baseball at home versus Spalding. Um, and then Saturday, we have Varsity Baseball at Georgetown Prep. And Junior Varsity Baseball at home versus Georgetown Prep. So the JV and the Varsity are kind of doing like a flip-flop kind of thing where they go... One's away, and then one's home, and one's away, which I think is a nice way to do it. My car is actually parked right outside the stadium. Thanks for parking it, Ben. And it is in the splash zone right now. So Is it? Is it? It's, it's in the splash zone. So I don't know anybody on JV, but let's hope. Do I have a, like? Do you know anybody on JV? Yeah, a couple of guys are still on the team that were on JV we last year. We're going to let them know that the black Volkswagen Alltrack Needs to be protected at all costs. I can't afford a broken Pass windshield. Pass that on to Coach right, right. Oh, yeah. I can just talk to Coach Hughes. Anyway, um, let's get right into some of the news we got. Now, the World Baseball Classic is tonight. The finals, I should say. Um, the USA, after starting kind of slow, the chemistry wasn't all there. They're the heavy favorites. Maybe look down on some teams. They played Cuba in the semifinals where they um, absolutely obliterated Cuba. Um, Trey Turner is like America's favorite son right now. Right. Mike Trout is back. He was slumping kind of in the first few games of the pool. Um, And then, Dave, you want to talk about Japan versus Mexico semifinal? Uh, That was... That was a thrilling game, you know. Uh, Mexico was kind of up early, uh, and they took the lead. But then Japan, obviously, 
Japan just has too much talent, and they kind of came back in the end and were able to get the W, which I don't think is a surprise to anybody. Japan no, is kind of like the favorites. Japan is probably the heavy favorites here, and they've they've kind of been dominating everybody. Just nobody can really stop them. Yeah, it was a little easier for them. Just like the U.S., uh, like the pool games were, um, they were in Japan, and then the ones that the U.S. were playing at was in the U.S., so. Right, that's true. It's a little easier. Um, but Shohei Otani doesn't look like he'll be starting tonight because the game is tonight. And I don't know who's starting for the U.S., but. I can see. I don't think their pitchers are as strong as their hitters. I can see. Uh their starters are the starters on both sides. I think that's the only thing I can see. We don't but have the lineups out yet. No lineup cards. I'm not sure, but for Japan, it's I'm in Aga. I don't. I don't think this guy is in the bigs, or at least he's not in the majors. And then for the USA, I'm assuming this is Merrill Kelly, who is a pitcher for the yeah. Diamondbacks. Yeah. That's and that's right. that's uh that's who we got on the bumps tonight at 7 p.m. Very Eastern underwhelming. Time pitcher for the u.s yeah no offense to merrill, Ke- merrill kelly but out of all the guys in the major league you tell me you couldn't pull together yeah one dominant force for we've kind of had to throw out some bad some you know some sketchy pitchers like i know adam Rain- wainwright had to pitch and that dude's like 45 yeah so yeah i should hopefully it'll be a good game i don't know if it can top the japan mexico game last, uh last night but we'll see yeah, and it could be the most watched baseball game in the history of baseball. That would be cool to see. It would be cool to see baseball kind of, you know, getting back on the map. Because, you know, Japan, when they played um, Mexico, sorry, the one they played yesterday, it was, they had like, I don't know, 10 million more fans than the highest ever World Series game, like, watched. Wow. That's so, nuts. Um, I think it can really uh, be a great thing for baseball because this is a great opportunity for them to expand into other countries and um, kind of preserve baseball right. in, a, in a way as it's it's like like the way Japan approaches baseball is like how Americans approach like football in terms of viewership and showing up in the atmosphere. Yeah. Like Agreed. baseball's kind of declining in America while in other other countries it's really like it's really something that they care about and it's it's like their attendance and their energy is really high like um like a lot of the a lot of the um um what's it called a lot of the like the DR and right. Cuba Venezuela they always bring a lot of energy like did you see um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Venezuela. No, yeah, Venezuela versus DR in Miami. I did not oh see Oh, my this. gosh. It was like, it was insane. It was like a World Series game. Every time they would throw a strike or get a hit, yeah, score I, a run. That's definitely, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Like but some, it's also a big matchup, though. Like right. Venezuela. Well, some of these countries, they kind of, you know, baseball is a big thing in their lives. And that's kind of, you know. That's why they're so invested in it, especially now when you look in the majors. Like some of the top players in the game right now, they're all most of them aren't weren't born in America, and they were all you know from the DR, Latin American, uh, from Latin American countries. Yeah, 
I still think soccer takes the reins in in terms of sports um, in Overall, a lot of these yeah, countries. Yeah. In a lot of these countries, um, for example, like the Netherlands, right? Um, who they they had a lot of good baseball talent from the Netherlands, right? I mean, um, and then Italy it takes takes priority over football, and pr- a lot of South American countries will probably yeah agreed for sure. But it's great for base the sport of baseball at least agreed. Um, now, what else is there to talk about? Oh, March Madness. Got, you know. Well, a crazy first two rounds. Yeah. I kind mean, of. there's a lot, a lot to talk about. Dave, you ready to lose 20 bucks to me? I didn't realize CBS I was paying. Bracket? I didn't realize I had to pay 20 bucks. I wouldn't have had Marquette in the final. I had them in the final, the final four, so. Yeah. It's kind of tough. It was. Marquette literally just couldn't get aboard, and they couldn't just close the gap. They would get really close. They kept. They were actually in the lead for a little bit. And yeah, then, yeah. But it the way they started, they were just just no way they were going to win that game. Um, how you feel about Maryland? You know, Maryland. They won a thrilling game in the first rounds against West Virginia. I didn't. I didn't know if they're going to be able to pull it out. I know. We were off that day, so it was, you know, 12-15. I'm ready to go. I'm watching the game. The Terps get off to one of the most abysmal starts I've ever seen. Yeah, it was went, ridiculous. What, eight minutes without a, without yeah, a point? Yeah, it was ridiculous. We had four points in, like, the first ten minutes, and we're down by, like, 15. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I thought it was They I couldn't thought it was handle over. press Virginia. They couldn't. Jameer Young had, like, a cool five turnovers in five minutes of to play. To be fair, all the attention was on Jameer Young. The entire time. Yeah, Jameer Young. And also the long arms of West Virginia really, it's West, hard to adjust. West Virginia was a good squad, but then yeah. Maryland came back at halftime. They were up by two. but they then on fire. But then the game, it was just a game of runs because then West Virginia got out to a big lead, but then Maryland was able to come back, uh, come back and get the lead. And then there was the controversial play at the end where Jameer Young, and there's probably like 45 seconds left, he drives the basket uh, and just throws, basically throws it out of bounds. But it was – the ref said that there wasn't enough evidence to overturn the call because it looked like it might have hit, like, a little bit of the West Virginia player's arm. So Maryland got to keep the ball. And then uh, Maryland ended up winning by two because West Virginia was unable to hit a half-court shot to win the game. Oh, I was confusing that with the pit game when who, – who are they playing? Uh, in the play-in. Uh, Pitt was playing – I can't remember. Was I it? can think of the other two teams. I can think of it was, that, that was Mississippi State. State. Mississippi, Mississippi State, State. Right. I was thinking that that was the last second shot for Maryland. I thought I thought it was West Virginia taking that wide open corner three, but no, I didn't even see the last shot for. No, West it was Virginia. like a half quarter. West Virginia had this one guy that was just cooking us. Dude had like twenty five points. He was he was he had more points than Maryland did in the second half for like ten minutes through. Really? Yeah. And then Alabama. What's what's up with? What's up with Maryland versus Alabama? We can talk about this a little bit. Uh, Maryland got off. They actually, you know, whatever you want to say. Maryland got off to a strong start. They were actually up 9-2 to two early on in this game. And then it really just it fell apart when Julian Reese picked up his second foul, which was a horrible call. We have Brandon Miller, <laughs> yet again, not guilty of something else ridiculous. This should have been a foul on him. Brandon Miller is locked with Julian Reese. And they call, like, Reese can't move. 
and and then they call him for a second foul. We're we're like a minute thirty into this game, so it's ridiculous. Like Brandon Miller keeps getting away with these things, on and off the court, and it's just it made me mad. It needs to it needs to end. It needs it, to be stopped. I mean, it needs to end after the tournament since they are in my championship. But right. So Julian Reese, who's been one of our best players down the stretch, is foul on the out. bench. He never. I don't. He might. I think he fouled out yeah, when the game was the like foul over. Trouble that early. And then the Terps just could not buy a basket. Yeah. Jameer Young, I hate to say it, Jameer Young was bad. Wow. Akeem Hart, Dante Scott, they combined for five points. Wow. Don Carey, oh my God, Don Carey was fine for what he you know what he does. Uh, and then Alabama didn't even really play great, but no. it just shows how good they were that they were able to come yeah, out yeah. and win by twenty. But the Terps, it was they were down five at half and then just really fell apart. Yeah. Alabama's yes. just too talented, and it didn't help that Reese was in foul trouble. Yeah, and we just kind of got cooked, which was expected. Yeah, I, guess. I think it pretty much once once you like we saw we were the eight seed, and then you're like, okay, we gotta play the one seed in the second round. It's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it, it seems <laughs> tough. It's like it's like okay, we'll get we'll at least win one game. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> but even. We just got a bad draw with the one seed we were playing too. Like, right? You could play if, Purdue. You, we could have played Purdue. I think honestly, Kansas, even yeah. Houston didn't look great against Auburn in that second right. round game. But uh, yeah, but they ended strong. They did. They ended really strong. That Houston defense is crazy. Yeah, you just can't. You yeah, can't they were. Buy a they bucket. looked like they were in trouble. They I were thought down by they like were. 10. Yeah, and it was I was rough. like, this is done for my bracket because I think, I think almost at the same time Marquette was down big. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to have two Final Four teams that I picked go out of the bracket. Yeah. And uh, it, they ended up, Marquette ended up losing, obviously. And it, then It was bad. Um, but Houston's Houston, two lead guards were both, had like four fouls. Oh, boy. And they were running like their second unit out there. And they somehow were able to come back. It was, that was a good game. And I mean, there's yeah. been a lot of good games. Obviously, yeah, there has. The FDU. FDU against Purdue. No, no match for my uh, tournament favorites, FAU. No match. <laughs> they were no match. FAU came out strong. FAU did. I mean, FAU, I mean, I've, I've just been telling people about FAU, and <laughs> nobody nobody wants to believe me that they will make a Sweet 16 appearance, and guess what? They're in the Sweet 16. It's not to say they didn't have – I mean, they had a semi-easy run. Um, this is true. Playing against amazing coach Penny Hardaway – and then playing the 16 seed in the second round, but um, can't hate the player. You gotta hate the game. Do you see that one FAU player try to hit that 360 dunk as time was expiring against no. FDU? It was it was mad disrespectful. Did they get pissed? <laughs> yes, the F, FDU coach was pissed, and then the FAU coach had to like calm the FDU coach down because he was like, "I didn't know he was gonna do that." I'm sorry. Right. What? It was nobody it was, instructs their players. It was to, crazy disrespectful. He and he missed. It was, it was embarrassing. And then he got like booed off the court, and yeah, so that happened. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, breaking news: Willis Reed has passed away at the age of 80. Legendary <laughs> NBA player. Um, it's really sad. He is a spirit, and his game will forever be remembered by the whole Knicks organization. Um, and, yeah, 
on a lighter note, um, Ronald Jones signed with the Cowboys. So um, there's that. Zeke replacement. Yeah. That was just very unfortunate timing for because I was looking I'm looking at Twitter right now trying to just trying to just update my Twitter and I just figured out that he has sadly passed. So um prayers up prayers to his family. Um and let's just try to remain positive for the rest of the episode. So Dante Hightower officially retired from the NFL. Longtime Patriot linebacker. Shout um, out Earl. That's that's kinda sad. Um, yeah, because I feel like just yesterday he was a rising star in Madden 15, and now he's retiring from the NFL. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's like it the is, same feeling with Andrew Luck, you know? Right. It is kind. It's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, like same thing with like Devin McCourty, even though they were in the league like a long, long. Some time. of these guys, like we grew you know, up on. grew up watching these guys are starting to retire. Yeah, which is sad. But it has to happen. You yeah. know, like fan favorites like Juice Bell is gone. Yeah, Juice Bell's not in the league He's anymore. Not in the league anymore. That's more his fault yeah, than, than the league's. But, you know. Did he officially announce his retirement? No, I'm just. <laughs> You're just assuming he's never going to get signed again. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's Damien Harris. Shout out Earl. He's a, he's a Bill. The Bills maybe straying away from drafting Bijan. Does that change your mock draft at all? No. If we're worried about Damien Harris right now, I just don't. Damien Harris is fine as like a second, maybe third. What is? I'm surprised the Patriots didn't just re-sign him. And instead, I think they got James Robinson. They they flip-flopped James Robinson for... Uh, James Robinson, yeah, he's a Patriot, yeah. Yeah, for Damien Harris. Um, and which, kind of the Texans kind of flip-flopped too. Oh, yeah. They send Cooks... To the Cowboys, mm. and then a few days later, the Cowboys sign um, Dalton Schultz to a one-year, nine million dollar right. Texans deal. The Texans, yes, um, and they also signed Devin Singletary. Mm. Um, so now the Texans are kind of cooking in this offseason. They came in the offseason with a lot of a lot of cap space, and have now added Devin Singletary, Robert Woods. Um, John Mechie will be back hopefully this year. Uh, Up and coming Nico Collins. Don't the Texans have multiple first round picks this year too? They have two and 12, right? Two and 12. Two and 12. So that could fill a receiver need if you're not comfortable with Nico Collins. Could be a quarterback and receiver need. Right. Obviously a quarterback. They'll probably get Stroud. Probably be Stroud. Stroud and and Johnson? Yeah. Stroud and Young. Zay Flowers. (laughs) Yeah. Stroud and Jalen Hyatt. Oh, I feel like they like to. They, it's a new trend now to keep college quarterback and receivers. Since uh, what happened with Burrow and Chase, so maybe if they get Stroud, they get Smith. Yeah, Smith, Smith. and Chibo, which would be interesting. I think that'd be a reach at twelve. Yeah, I feel like you might as well. You could trade down a little bit. Yeah. maybe acquire That's some another, more capital. Uh, capital. Capital. Oh. Yeah. So we'll see that, and they now they have Schultz. They've re-signed Tunsil. Um, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like what? Four year, four more years. Seventy-eight million, I think, is the exact number. I know. 
And then yeah, we, infamous, we, infamous Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, and we can't forget about Brevin Jordan. Ah, right. My favorite Madden. University of Miami slash Madden goat. I love Brevin, Brevin Jordan. Jordan. Keenan Cole is re-signing with the Raiders. Oh huge, my goodness! Huge didn't the, news. Didn't the Raiders lose Mac Collins though? Because that's yeah. huge. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, they did. Um, Speaking of, I wish the Ravens signed Mac. But Collins. you know who the Cowboys lost. Noah Brown. Noah Brown. So. Tragic. Tragic. Okay. This is the Panthers' potential offense. Okay. You want to hear Hit it? Me with this. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. We can't rule out Anthony Richardson either since of, since his combine. I think it puts a lot of blinders on Right. Players. You can throw Will Lewis in there if you want to. Yeah, but that seems, he doesn't really seem to be trending up after yeah, the fair. combine. Yeah, fair. He seems more like if the Colts traded up to one, I might feel yeah. Will Levis, but <laughs> not the Panthers. Okay. You'll be excited with a few of these people on okay. this list. Okay. Uh, Miles Sanders. We forget about that. Miles Sanders is a Panther. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how he does under a much worse offensive line. Miles Sanders is a good but back. But Deontay Free- Foreman is signed. Oh, I can't remember where he signed. This would be really helpful if I looked this up before, but it just came to my mind. So, Bears. Yeah, Bears. So, and because David Montgomery, he's signed, got to start. He's got to lion, know, he right? Start, yeah. He's Monty's a lion. A lion. So, what are they gonna do with Swift? I mean, probably the same thing they did with Jamal Williams and Swift. So you think Swift? Will st- Swift's gonna have the pass catching role, and Monty's gonna have like the more. So like, you're telling me is Monty's actually going to be a good fantasy pickup? Probably not. Well, I mean, what, I Jamal Williams had 17 touchdowns. I don't think David Montgomery will have 17 touchdowns. And Swift was also hurt for a little I bit. I think David Montgomery is better than Jamal Williams. This is true. Right. I just think he's, there's going to be some regression on the touchdown-wise. And they should use Swift a lot more. I don't know why they keep doing this. He just is, isn't really consistent. I guess anyway. that's fair. Um, Adam Thielen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the receivers are stacked. DJ Chark, um, Terrence Marshall, and last but certainly not least, LaVisca Chenault Jr. Do they, um, <laughs> oh my God. LaVisca oh, that's Ch- at receivers. Well, we haven't gotten to tight ends yet. Your favorite tight end ever, Hayden Hurst <laughs> and Ian Thomas. Oh, man. Big what, what loaded about, what offense. About where's, uh, where's Tommy Trumbull at? He not, he not I guess he's list? tight end three. That's they don't rough. include three tight ends. That's rough. LaVisca Chenault. Nate knows about my love for LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of creepy at this point. He just every <laughs> every time we play Madden, it's always LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault will be on my squad always. And forever. With with his like eighty six speed that he rocks. <laughs> what do you put him at tight end ever? No, I can't do that. That would be LaVisca Chenault. If he wasn't on Jacksonville, he would have been fine. Like, get him in a good passing for pass first offense, like the Ravens, and he's really he would have cooked. Tight er, <laughs> big news for the Ravens, signing Sean Murphy Bunting to a one year deal. Were we actually? No, it was the Titans. It was Titans. I love. Speaking of the Ravens, though, what's up? What's up with the Ravens? What are they doing? We're re-signing Justice Hill and Geno Stone. <laughs> what is what does it look like we're doing? We're having a productive off season right now. Yeah, Justice Hill. Oof. Geno Stone, great name. Geno Stone's actually they're both solid backups. I know like they're not important, 
They are too. important to a team morale. But Gino, you, both, you haven't heard Gino Stone's the funny man in the locker room? Gino Stone's also a good player. He's the funny man. Justice Hill will forever be the IR running back that never seems to touch the field, but is always going to land on a roster. Justice Hill's not bad. Gino Stone is a great backup safety. Um, I don't know what we're doing. It seems like at this point we're going to re-sign the guys that we can. And let Lamar go? And potentially, uh, I don't think we're going to sign anybody until we figure out what we're doing with Lamar. Yeah, I think they're kind of, they got tunnel vision right now. Yeah, I think that is the most important thing. But I don't even hear anything about the inside information about Lamar. I don't even know at this point. I mean, obviously the Ravens have made moves. Like, they released Clays Campbell. They did trade Chuck Clark. For a seventh. For a seventh. So, so that's probably why they brought back Geno Stone. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, Everybody was saying for them to get C.J. Gardner-Johnson, but... What he signed for? He just one year, it. eight million with the Lions. I, I don't... That's so cheap. It is cheap, but also, like, the if you're mad at, like... You should not, out of the one position, out of everything, you target the safeties, which is probably the position we're best at, with Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams, and Geno Stone. Like, I don't I don't know. No, I don't understand. What's What was the need to get C.J. Gardner-Johnson if you just paid Marcus Williams like That's what I'm $80 million? I'm, I'm agreeing. Yeah, for sure. I, I just don't understand. Like, like, I get it. He's a good player. But you don't need to reach. Like, you don't need to not reach. I should say, you don't need to force a contract with a high-name free agent just because you haven't signed anybody yet. Yeah, that's just like $8 million that could be spent right. a lot better. Like, you could have, you could have, like, signed any of the receivers that were on the market. Like Zach Paschal. Um, he no decided, Brown. He just signed a yeah, two-year deal with the Cardinals. Could have signed Thielen. That would be a perfect Ravens pickup. He goes. We're per- still getting Marvin Jones. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. Or Kenny Galladay. At this yeah, point, Kenny G's. It's inevitable. Um, but yeah, so the Ravens seem seem to be just locked in on Lamar. So we'll see what happens there. Hopefully next week we'll have an update with Lamar. Yeah, um, not much to talk about. We're not gonna, you know, Lamar's been talked about plenty. Right. Um. So. Wow. Okay. So Chris Sims, you know Chris Sims, son of Phil Sims, quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with the infamous John Gruden. I was thinking the wrong Sims, but yeah. Okay. His top six prospects for quarterbacks. He has C.J. Stroud, tier one. He has Bryce Young and Hendon Hooker in tier two. He has Anthony Richardson, tier three. Dorian Thompson Robinson. And Will Levis in Tier 4. Very questionable list. I don't um, get... Honestly, everything is kind of fine. Like, I get it if you're not a big fan of Anthony Richardson. But I don't know, like, like what do you see in Hendon Hooker that's like, you know, that right. Tier 2 material. He's old. It's not like he's a crazy athlete. I'm Doesn't just not have sure. a better arm than Richardson. Yeah, I'm just... I don't get that. I can he's get coming off a Richardson ACL guy. injury. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with the Will Levis placement. <laughs> Honestly, you can just throw Hendon Hooker in there, and that's fine. Obviously, right. Dorian Thompson Robinson's a bit of a curveball. It's interesting. No Tanner McGee love. 
they're preying on his downfall. They're Tim McGee. Him runs with stone bricks. Chris Chris Sims and Tanner McGee's left guard. It's actually. It's, yeah, I think it's a little like interpersonal bias, you know. Like mm. Chris Sims looks smack like Tanner McGee on the football field. This is probably true. Not great at quarterback. Um, tall, slow. So maybe he just sees a lot of himself and Tanner McGee, which which would kind of cause him to drop out of the one, the tier four rank and drop down into the tier five rank, tier six rank. Yeah, the not mentioned rank. The not mentioned. He, he not, could be on the same plane as Tolia Tungavailoa for all we know. So that's right. This is kind of it's kind of messed up. Yeah, but that's an interesting list. You know, I'm assuming he's an expert or Why something. Why do people keep posting the Texans wide receiver room? What's so amazing about the Texans wide receiver? What do you know about Nico Collins? Robert Woods, Noah Brown, Amari Rogers, John Mechie. Amari Rogers, ah, Pac- Packers legend, Amari Robert- Rogers. Bro, I mean, John Mechie is probably going to be the best receiver in that group. So my question, Dave. Yes. My question to you. I'm here. Why wouldn't the Ravens trade for Brandon Cooks at this point? Because they only they only traded a six and a fifth. Yeah. Um, I think it comes down to how much they would have had to give up for the Texans to pay most of that. I know the Texans are paying some of that salary, but I don't know. I'm assuming if they – I think they want to use their money in some other way. And if they're going to have to spend, like, they're going to have to give up a fifth and a sixth, and they're going to have to pay some of Brandon Cook's contract, that it would just wasn't worth it to them, would be my assumption. Yeah. But, you know, Brandon Cook's is a good receiver. Um, You know, I it would be Solid. Cool. Yeah. Just consistently solid. Always consistent. He would be a great guy to have in Baltimore. But also, if I'm Brandon Cook's, I would not want to be here either. I would. No. I would rather be in That's Dallas. That's the whole issue with the Ravens is get them receivers, get them this, get them that, but your system doesn't accommodate for wide receivers at all. Right. Um, it targets the deep ball a lot, a lot of the time when they're in the air. Um, yeah, but a lot Lamar of likes times to chuck it. There's not, they're not in the air. And Lamar hasn't really proven to be – the type of pocket passer you want. Obviously, his first goal was to get yards on the ground. Um, he's he's got accuracy problems, and it's just not a very. It's not a very like I don't think it's really ever been a very receiver friendly market. No, obviously we can look at the list of Ravens receivers, and it's like just we not, talked about two episodes ago. It's this, not ideal. It's not great. Um, so I don't. Maybe it's something in the air. Maybe the trainers in Baltimore don't train receivers right. They don't train anybody right. And that's why they got the F on the report card. Speaking of F, um, Ezekiel Elliott, what team is he going to go for? He should join Juice and, like, fight somebody. Do you think he will get signed is the real question. Yes, he will get signed. I feel like we can definitely piece together a team that would put out an, an unreal offer for Zeke. Who would want Ezekiel Elliott? This is the question. The um, Bills are too smart to sign Zeke. That's off the table. Jets have Brees Hall. That would be a Jets signing. They, but Brees Hall's coming back. But he's he might be. 
They might do Zeke as like a bridge because Brees Hall's not right. He won't be. I don't think he might not be ready for Week One. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but like the Ravens could do something like that. Yeah, I don't, but it also depends on his price tag. I don't right. know how Zeke could want anything. Like, well, I don't, no, if he values himself at like ten million, there's no way he does. But oh. it's Zeke. Then tell him no. Then nobody's gonna sign him. Okay. 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 I don't. This kind of the, the whole Josh Jacobs situation is kind of steering me away from saying Raiders, but this does feel very Raiders esque. Agreed. Um, what if the Chargers trade Eckler and then they just sign Zeke? That would actually kind of be a good move, in my opinion, uh, because just, you just kind of sign him, see what kind of juiciest. Shout out Love Bell. He's got in the tank. Um, it would be a very friendly offense for Zeke. Yeah. He's got great hands, and he won't, I mean, decent offensive line, good quarterback. And he's got uh, positional versatility. He can play center. We've seen that. So, yeah. Yeah. Mike McCarthy really loved him at center, <laughs> that one play. Great snap. Great snap. <laughs> Not great block. Um, Mike McCarthy is the greatest <laughs> Hail Mary coach <laughs> I've ever seen. Ever. Where do you think Kevin Bayard will go? Apparently they're at a crossroads with him contract-wise. Is he a free agent? Or is no, he no, just no. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's on the team. He's under contract. But they want him to take a pay cut. Oh. And he does not want to take a pay cut. Ravens fans are going to want Kevin yeah, Bayard, fans. man. Get us want, all the safeties, We want please. five backup safeties. Yes. And take up $100 million cap space. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they if it does come to that point where they have to trade him. I don't know. I don't. I really don't have. I'm trying to think of teams that would be like super. Maybe the Eagles. You think the Eagles would take him? Free safety. Well, the Eagles did lose both their safeties. That would be interesting. But they've invested so much money in their secondary at this point. It's kind of like when do we draw a line with these high market safeties or high market secondary? Um, they could just say no. We're just going to do it, and take the, the, you know, take the Saints approach to just being. Oh yeah, the Saints negative just... fifty in cap. Bengals, right? We could see the Bengals. Bengals to replace Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates and Von. It, Bell. it still doesn't feel right to me that Jesse Bates isn't a Bengal. Right. That he's a Falcon. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't feel right that Smash AP Ryan's gone. Yeah, that, that's actually very true. If we're being honest, Samaj P. Ryan is The just one a thing bangle. that does feel right is that Joe Mixon is, in fact, a bad person. Yeah. I feel like that was assumed by his previous his previous trials and tribulations. Um, but who knows? Who knows with the Bengals? The Bengals seem to be falling apart a little yeah. bit, in their defense at least. But they did sign Jermaine Pratt, which we talked about. Right. Um, but yeah. So, anyway, steering away from NFL, NBA playoffs is about to is upon us. It's around the corner. It's around the corner. Teams are fighting like my Pacers, fighting for a play-in game. Um, it's going to be really hard because Hallie has been out for like, like a month at this point. You guys can do it. I don't We're think you will. We're the 10th seed right now. If I were and you we guys, just I'd lost, tank. We just lost to the Hornets. By like 20 points yesterday. I would tank. We've been tanking for about three years at this point. We've gotten some studs. 
Well, we've put together a package for Hallie, obviously. We drafted Benny. Benny's a stud. Um, he won't win Rookie of the Year, but he, he, I think he'll be probably... He'll be our rookie first team, if that's what you're... I think... Do you think he'll be second in in, uh, in in Rookie of the Year votes? Let me think about this. I, feel, I could be forgetting something, somebody big. No, I'm not... Because Paolo. obviously Paulo is probably gonna win it, even though yeah. he's Paulo is shooting like yeah, what he he hit one three. three like all month. Jabari Smith is starting to cook though. I know he, which is re- I'm really happy for him because he wasn't playing great. This is in true. The first half of the year, and then, but I think the Rockets are kind of playing better for their for their low 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 standards right yeah, now. Yeah, and I mean just for Jabari Smith's sake, like. Being in the Rockets' offense is probably horrible. I, like, right. that's just not a good spot for a rookie. But yeah, I think maybe him and Jalen Green could put put together something special. I don't know why, but I just never see Jalen Green really going far in the playoffs, ever. Yeah, I mean Houston's gonna have a top pick in this upcoming draft, so we'll see what they. What if do. they get a top three pick again, and then, you know, they pick Scoot Henderson, Scoot Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, and. Uh, Sangoon. <laughs> Sangoon. I love Sangoon. He's actually nice. Have you seen him do the splits? I have not. Bro can put his legs all the way out and sit down. Wow. So that's that like foreign influence coming in, mm. coming into the game of basketball. And he's. I think he's been. Didn't didn't he ride to the game on a hoverboard? That's right pretty into the sick. Stadium? That's true. I like, think he did. Um, that's pretty sick. Ooh, we did. We forgot about a couple guys in the. Uh, I'm looking at the rookie of the year odds. The latter? Yeah, I mean Polo is minus four thousand. Okay. Well, but minus four thousand. I don't know what I'm looking at right now. This is on Vegas Insider. So was, but obviously there are guys like Jalen Williams who's on the Thunder who's been playing really well. Uh, I think he wanted like Santa Clara or something like that. We have Walker Kessler, center Ooh. for the Jazz. He's been playing really. That's not well. fair though. He's in the Jazz. Better opportunities to be good. Pacers aren't a horrible opportunity either, but then yeah, but then we have the normal suspects. We have we have. It actually ben- is a horrible opportunity for for Benny to be good. He's been on the bench the whole year, I guess, because he's got to beat out T.J. McConnell and Tyrese Halliburton. Mm. And T.J. McConnell's playing really good basketball. I mean, Benny's not even better than Nembard. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous to say that. But Nembard's good. He's the goat. That's a bad. That's a good problem to have. You see his brother drop thirty for Creighton. Really? Yeah. Creighton's on fire. What's his name? Ryan, I think. Ryan, Ryan and Andrew. Ryan and Andrew. Something like that. Yeah, but then obviously the usual suspects at the bottom that are all like plus 20,000. We have Jabari Smith Jr., Keegan Murray, and Jaden Ivey. All these guys. Has Jaden Ivey been playing well? No. He's a piston, right? Yeah. That's kind of, that's tough. It's a tough situation. Yeah. You're playing with elite talent like James Wiseman and... Um, and Killian Hayes. I couldn't think of his name. Killian Hayes. Actually, he's not playing bad. 15 points, uh, five assists. What percent shooting? Though? Four boards. Shooting could be worse. He's shooting 41% from the field. That's not terrible. 34% from three. Rookie 43? year. 34. Oh, that's good. That's on four. Uh, he's making about one and a half on... Four attempts? 4.3 attempts per game. So actually... 
this all in all, it's a pretty efficient year for Jay Nivey. I guess it's going under the radar. Yeah, since, especially with the Pistons since system. The Pistons are so bad. Right. Um, who else? I know they're flooded with big men. Is Jeremy Grant still a Piston? I think he's a, boy, a trailblazer. He is. I always think that Cody Zeller's there, but he's not there. He might be now. There's I can't remember who, but they're stacked with big men. They always just load up on big men for no reason. Detroit Pistons. All right. I mean, they have James Wiseman here. I mean, they have Marvin Bagley, another there failed. James Wiseman and Marvin Bagley, two what ifs. That's How rough. good would their would their team be based on draft projection? It would be pretty insane. They have what one? They James two, Wiseman is the second overall pick. Two, three. Bagley's a three, right? Maybe two. Hmm. Bagley's a two or a three. He's a four. Four. He's a power four. No, I'm talking about draft pick. He was, a, he was a second overall pick. Second. Him and Wiseman were both second. Ivy was fifth. Killian Hayes was like nine. They have Cade Cunningham, who's one. They have Jalen. Oh, I forgot about Cade, but he's out. For yeah. Uh, Jalen Duran was like top ten, or he was thirteen. Never mind. They actually have some stuff to build on. You they never, do. You never know. They have RJ Wiseman's Hampton, fully per, full pretend, potential. I still give him probably another year to see if he's. Full. I mean, James Wiseman is twenty-one years old. Right. I think we forget that, and he just turned. Or never mind. He's about to turn twenty-two on March thirty-first. But he never. He like played like three games in college. And yeah, played oh, in the G, Le- G League for a little bit before he got traded. So, like, it's tough, tough road for James Wiseman. But I think he gets too much hate. I mean, this year he's shooting fifty six percent from the field. He's shooting twenty five percent from three, but fourteen points and nine boards, one block. Like, I don't know. I don't think I. Mm. 21-year-old center, I think he has a chance to improve. Killian Hayes, I think, is a lost cause, though. Yeah, I don't know about Killian Hayes. That's kind of... I don't know. Killian Hayes is just... I really hope Detroit's good in a few years. I hope my Pacers are good. They should be. What's up with your Wizards? I'm not a Wizards (laughs) fan, but the Wizards are in shambles. It's It's really weird. Every... Every step forward for them feels like two steps back. If you look at the Washington Wizards' first-round picks over the last five years, bad. it's, like, insanely bad, abysmal. Like, we have Johnny Davis. And they're, like, early. They're not late picks. We have Johnny Davis with the 10th pick. Like, he's been atrocious. Denny. Or Denny with the 9th pick. Rui. Rui with the 9th pick. Troy Brown, Troy Brown Jr. Oh, my goodness. With the 15th. Oh, my Goodness. Otto Porter was their third overall oh, pick. Oh my goodness! They do have a, yeah, like. But Otto Porter's not a bad rotational guy. But the third overall pick. They did have this run though, with John, um, Wall. John Wall with the Bradley first overall Beal. pick, then Bradley Beal with the third. But in between Bradley Beal and John Wall, which was 2010 and 2012, yeah. in 2011 with the sixth and 18th pick, they drafted John Vaselli from Serbia. And Chris Singleton from Florida State. So it's like... First Middleton? Chris Singleton. Oh, boy. Yeah, Wizards are kind of a L franchise. In the 2011 NBA They trade a lot. Um, but the trades never seem... When you look at it on paper, they never seem to favor the Wizards at all. Never. Um, probably because they're, they're Except the, the Westbrook. Wizards. The Westbrook trade probably... 
benefited them a lot more than the Lakers. Westbrook was on the Wizards. Um, what a fun time They got Kuz. And Kuz was not terrible. Kuz wants out, though. Who wouldn't want out? Like, they're bad. Bradley they're, Beal, for whatever really reason. Bad. Bradley Beal doesn't yeah, want out. Yeah, Bradley Beal. Oof, oof. It's like the Lillard. Just swap Lillard and Bradley Beal, and <laughs> you can you can say for certain they will never leave your team. Exactly. Dame should should have it's, left the Trailblazers five years ago. It's too late now, man. I, he's like, what, 30, 31? Dame is he's up. Well, he's my favorite rapper, so. NBA rapper? No, yeah. my favorite rapper is Juice. I was going to say. But my second, my favorite NBA rapper is... Um, is Dame's 32. Is Dame. Is Dame Dalla? Is that what it goes by? Probably. What about... What about Miles Bridges? You know about 27 days, 27 nights. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. Miles Bridges, oof. Um, wasted potential for Miles Bridges, and then... One of Tom Izzo's finest. And then... Michigan State. My third favorite rapper of all time is Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Have you heard him rap? I have not heard him And then Kobe Bryant. Anyway, the episode's coming to a close. Um, we're at 45, 30 seconds, and we are going to have to close it out here. It's been fun. It's been a great time, great conversations. Yep, as always. Um, good luck to all the teams in the tourney this week. Of course. And good luck to the USA on the World Baseball Classic tonight. Uh, let's oh, yeah. hope, let's hope they win. Um, have a great night, everybody, and stay classy, Cardinals. Yeah, yeah.